Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Western Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're glad you came back, folks, for the second hour of Power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. That rhymes, Ryan. Anyway, <laughs> and we even gave Mike a free plug because yeah, for exactly. some reason that just uh, got yeah, lost we'll, in the computer system. We'll so. have to charge them. We'll Stay tuned until st- we'll uh, send them a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned all day as we'll have yeah. Mike coming up after our show. That's right. And uh, so anyway, folks, we come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. For those of you that have been. You know, regular listeners to the show, you already know that. For those of you who are just tuning us in, uh, 6 to 8 a.m. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We're, we're the only one that uh, that does uh, something live and unrehearsed like this, you know, and two hours long. Uh, but that's why, you know, there's a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to the hunting and fishing and outdoor world in Wisconsin. But we do talk a lot of crazy stuff. And if you want to get involved, all you got to do is give us a call at 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Now, I got to tell you one thing. I'm glad Danny's back now. Got his coffee all set there, Danny, with the coffee. It looks like it, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it looks like you need a few. Anyway, (laughs) you know, when it comes to soccer, the most I've ever watched of a soccer game up until this, during this past week, was maybe about 60 seconds while I'm flicking through channels, maybe 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Well, this week I happened to, soccer was on. It was England against Columbia. And now I'm not a big soccer fan. I don't know much about the sport. You know, I'm an NFL guy, Brewer guy. Well, anyway, I I watched, I'd never done this before in my life. I watched for about an hour. There's a lot more to that game than I ever realized. You know, there's a lot more intricacies. Yeah. And and what what I thought was pretty neat was, when they have these shootouts where each team gets five shots at the goal and they're not that far away, the goalie is trying to guess which way it's going. So they'll like flop on the ground to the left or to the right, hoping that that's the way the ball's coming. Cause you only got a, a, a half a second to f- try to guess, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, it was interesting. I got to tell you, it was, I mean, yes, a lot of it is boring back and forth, back and forth, but there are exciting sports. Bots in it. Yeah. I found a way to make it less boring. What's that? Drinking? Well, that. <laughs> that, that absolutely. That, that makes anything less okay. boring. Uh, gambling on it. Oh, geez. But a horror story a little bit. So I took Russia. Yeah. Last time they played, they play again today against Croatia. And Croatia's my team. I'm Croatian. 
Okay. See, I've never been the biggest soccer guy, but I have gotten into it a little bit. Okay. Throw a little wager on it, and it makes it fun. But Russia was a huge underdog in their last uh, match. They are yeah. like plus 350. So I was like, yeah, I got a good feeling they're going to win this one. But I didn't realize if it goes into a draw yeah. and they do that extra kick Kicking stuff. at the end. Then it, so they won, but they won through penalty. Right. But it was considered a 1-1 draw, but yet they win to advance. Right, right. So I was all excited thinking I just won a bunch of money. And no, you- if it goes into a draw and the team doesn't win outright in those first two halves, then you don't take home the money. So although Russia won in advance, <laughs> and I didn't win any yeah. money. I actually lost the bet. And that was what I was confused what about. Off. Exactly. That's why I in love the, football. Yeah. If the game goes the, overtime, yeah. you're winning the you damn game. You win or you don't. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. that's what I was confused about, Ryan, was because I'm 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 watching this, and and the game is over, and it was mm-hmm. a 1-1 tie, England and Columbia. But yet now they got this kickoff. Yeah, and it's like another and England hour. won it, and it didn't take all that long. It was five kicks a team, you know. Yeah. But the thing was is that the score still stayed the same, 1-1. One, one. But England won. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wouldn't they give them another point? They just, no, they don't. They, <laughs> they just don't. like they they highlight the team that won, yeah. and you won through penalty or yeah. by penalty. It was yeah. weird. But here's another thing. Those guys complain just like NFL players are the worst they complain about every yellow card they get they're complaining you know they flop you know yeah, around. a they, guy they a get... guy just fell to the ground a couple matches ago yeah and, and they they carted him <laughs> they carted him out yeah because he and was... then he, he went back into the game like at the end of the game he just like was running around he, he like, acted like he'd gotten knocked out yeah, and they carted yeah. him out so I texted uh Bart Winkler who hosts the morning show yeah, Monday he's through a soccer Friday. guy he's a soccer guy and I said why are these guys such wimps because they just fall to the ground and he said they're tired man because they don't get timeouts or breaks right. really in the action so that's their way of just kind of like regrouping or I cannot believe that these guys are not now that's a huge field right yeah they are running constantly back and forth for two while well, they get a break at the one hour Can't they mark. just wave their hand and go Yo, Vince, take me out of the yeah, game. Give me a no, break. No. I guess not. Apparently, they dr- and they and it's, it's it's so dramatic. It makes the NBA guys look like they're the oh, toughest players, the, yeah. like NHL players. They drop to the ground. But then again, well, you know, I don't know if it was Bart or Chuck Freeman had said, just imagine you're running as fast as you can, and somebody comes over and bumps you and knocks you down. You're gonna hit the ground hard. You're gonna roll a little bit. You know, I mean, it, yeah, it, you know, these guys get knocked down constantly. You know, and. But running up and down that field for an hour, and then how how much is that break in between? I don't know. What is it like five or ten minute break? It's like a ten minute break, I yeah. think. Ten or fifteen. And then another hour, and then another ninety or forty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or I thought it was an hour. I thought it's two uh, hundred and twenty minutes. Uh, it's it's like forty five a piece, I believe, and th- and then there's extra time. Is how it works. Like so, with the <laughs> clock confused. stoppage, it's crazy because like I feel like the officials or the referees. Yeah. They just kind of make up their own rules. Like, they pick who gets the yellow card, yeah, who yeah, doesn't. Yeah. And it's kind of goofy, but I've kind of gotten into it. Yeah, a little bit. Me too. It, it helps yeah. when it starts really okay, early in the yeah. morning. Okay. And along that subject, guys, yeah. uh, talking about getting tired, here's a little something about getting old. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here, getting old. Getting old. Okay, here we go. I a, know all about that, Danny. A, you a, and me. A group, of 40-year-old, <laughs> a group of 40-year-old buddies argue over where to go for dinner. Finally, they decide to go to Bushy's Grill because the waitresses there wear low-cut blouses and short skirts. Ten years later, that same group of now 50-year-old buddies argue over where to go for dinner. Finally, they decide to go to Bushy's Grill because the food's very good and the dessert is superb. Ten years later, that same group of now 60-year-old buddies argue over where to go for dinner. 
Finally, they decide to go to Bushy's Grill because they can get the senior discount. <laughs> Ten years later, that same group of now 70-year-old buddies argue over where to go for dinner. Finally, they decide to go to Bushy's Grill because it's wheelchair accessible and the bathroom is easy to get to. Ten years later, that same group of now 80-year-old buddies argue over where to meet for dinner. Finally, they decide to go to Bushy's Grill because they had never been there before. Oh, that's, that's good. Getting old. That's good. <clears throat> We're all yeah. getting old. Yeah, that's true. And I'm going to open Bushy's Grill next week. That's true. I'm going to take my invest life investment. I'm selling out the Chinchilla Farm. Yeah. Hey, I got something for not you, gonna Danny. not going to invest in that marijuana. Danny, I got something for you. Fun. Now, the only reason, Ryan, I don't give them this in the first hour. Now, this is going to happen in the second hour. But generally, if I when I give him this, he's reading it. For the whole show. Okay. He's not paying attention. <laughs> what? Oh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Our new issue of Badger Sportsman Magazine. Well, yeah, been holding out on me here. Well, yeah, <laughs> otherwise you'll be reading it. Well, there's the good whole stuff. Show. This Badger Sportsman is, in fact, one yeah. of my favorite magazines. And, and the best part is in the back. And now they got a picture of another guy on a kayak. You know oh, what I ought to do is man. I got to invest in Rather than investing in that, you know, marijuana stock. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I ought to invest in a kayak company. Can you buy stock in a kayak company? Because everybody's. I think, I think they've already peaked. You think it's peaking? Well, I'll tell you what. There's a, more and more guys buying these kayaks hey, and going out. A friend of mine who's got some acreage, okay, not too far away, he says if they ever legalize it in Wisconsin, all those acres are going to be marijuana plants. <laughs> He's going to be growing and selling, and I'll invest. And if he, and he if he opens it up, I'll invest, definitely. Wow, I wonder if any wealthy single straight white landowners from Douglas County can clear off the wooded prop property and start planting some marijuana plants. I I would imagine it could grow up there, up there. Don't you think? No, nah, I don't you know. know. Maybe it's, it might be too far north. It's the it's the really red. Kind of like oh. clay type soil. Sure, yeah, real yeah. red. That's why some of the rivers, yeah. like the Namaji River, is 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 this red yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know exactly what they call that type of a soil up there, but it red clay maybe. Red clay <laughs> looks like red clay, and red you don't clay. really see a lot of guys growing corn up there. No, it's almost like it's too far north. Yeah, to grow a lot of corn. Okay. But, they got to uh, grow other things, eh? You know what I have thought seriously about doing? Yeah. Put a big giant fence around it, right? Yeah. A couple hundred acres and get some of those Russian boars. And then oh, yeah. have Russian boar hunts. Teddy, Wouldn't that be cool? Ted Nugent sells those for big bucks for people to come up on his land in Michigan. To, uh, my friend Sal did that. He went over, him and his brother and a few other you know, nephews and whatever, they went over to Ted Nugent and they... Went on his land to shoot the Russian boars, you know, the big boars. They did right. that. And they thought that for what they were paying, that Ted Nugent was going to be with no, them. No, no. His no. name's on the sign outside. Exactly. He shows up at dinner one night, plays them a few songs on the guitar, talks to them a little bit, and then leaves. <laughs> well, that's okay, though. Well, that's okay. But he yeah, you know. Well, he expected, he thought Nugent was going to so be Sal with them. did this? Yeah, yeah. Now, did they hunt out of tree stands, or did they hunt on the Gr ground? I think they were How on ground they... ground blinds, yeah. Bow and, or rifle? Uh, or... Pistol, actually. I think he used a, I think, I know his brother used a pistol. I'm not sure if Sal did. I'm not positive. 
Okay. But the other thing was is they have other animals there, and they'll, you know, he said the guide says, well, if you want that uh, 14-point whitetail buck over there, that costs X amount of dollars. If you want this uh, Spanish goat over here, that costs X amount of dollars. You know, they've got other things than just the boar. He's got something like 600 acres, you know. Nugent does. Yeah, well, you know, that's yeah. how a lot of these game farms do operate yeah. where, see, I could never. See, I wouldn't mind going to a game farm just to shoot a boar because, to me, that's no real big bragging rights anyway. I yeah. just like to try and do it with the handgun, shoot, yeah. shoot one of those big things. Um, down in Florida, in fact. They got them. They got a ton of them. And you can pay like 200 bucks if you just want to shoot a regular one. If you go for one of the trophy, mm-hmm. one of the big ones, four or five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to think; those might not. I believe those aren't in fenced-in areas. No, those they're are not. On private they're... property, but there's, it, it, there's original. It wasn't the Spanish that brought boars over years ago. That it I, I in, don't in know. that part of Florida, yeah. southern part down probably. there. I, yeah, probably. I believe that initially kind of yeah, they kind of spread. I know a guy who shot one with a bow. And the boar was charging him. Okay. And he shot it with a bow. And as a matter of fact, the first one took the boar to its knees. It got up, started coming again. And the guy knocked another arrow and hit him again. And he said, yeah, that thing fell about 20, 30 feet from him. And he said he was a little nervous. But the guide was behind him with a rifle, ready to ready to fire. You know, so, but yeah, they're, they're pretty big well, animals. they've actually got, uh, do you know what they have on their side, Tom? Have you heard what... They've actually got like a plate, okay? They yeah. call it a plate. It's yeah. not a plate, plate, yeah. plate. But right over the uh, the shoulder area, and I believe like by the rib area, the heart lung, that yeah. that shot area, they've got a thick, thick piece of like thick leather, okay, leather uh, hide there. Yeah, that's really tough to penetrate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you got to have like a big so got, gun or something. Well, right? yeah, big gun. Now a sharp broadhead, yeah. you know, can can I guess whistle through there yeah. but yeah it, it, it can be pretty tough to penetrate yeah. so uh there they are some pretty tough animals oh my son was trying out his crossbow he, he he had he had bought a crossbow this uh over the winter but it was at his father-in-law's house so they put it together and because his father-in-law has one too and uh they tried it out and he said Right out of the box with the scope, he said it was right on. I said, right, you didn't have to adjust it? And he said, nope, needed no adjusting. That baby was right on, and it was amazing how fast it was. And then I told him, I said, you know, because, you know, when you use a crossbow, you got to pull that string up. you got to have a special thing, you know, that you hold on to, and you pull it up. And, you know, that's there's mm-hmm. a lot of tension. You really got to, you know. Yeah, you do. You really got to pull on it. Well, I said, you know, Nick, they got these things nowadays. They're like little cranks. It's like a. It's a gear reduction thing, and you crank and you crank it up, and it makes it makes life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I just threw one away when I was cleaning out my Were dad's you? house last yeah. week. Was it an older one or something? It is an older yeah, one. Yeah. I, I, for his old crossbow, I didn't know if it would work with new ones or not, but yeah. it's kind of a crank, kind of a oh okay, kind of a deal. But you know, you can still pull. You oh know, yeah, you little can. exercise. You know, yeah, I mean, they're all right. he, I mean, he's he's Nick. You're talking about yeah, Nick. Yeah. Oh, he's kayaking, getting exercise yeah, now. Yeah. He can do some lat pulls by pulling on yeah. that. Well, you know, he, work the traps a little bit by yeah. grabbing and. Pulling that up and cocking he's, it. He's a big enough guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, you've you've seen Nick before. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big enough guy. He's, he's, Looks like the mailman. 
230, 40 pounds. <laughs> he looks like the male. He don't look like me. Outside linebacker? Yeah. <laughs> because. Oh, oh. Ryan, <laughs> we are think, way behind break. I don't break. think your wife is 6'6", six, six, No, she's not. You didn't tell us. We're, I've been giving you guys the break signal. Have you? Like, oh, I'm minutes. sorry. I've been looking at Danny. He's been telling me things. I've been staring at him. Hey, you know what you need what back you there? You need like one you of those. You looking at me over there? Yeah. You need a yardstick. What are you looking at? It's like tap us on the heads or something. <laughs> and we're still talking. <laughs> a little bell. Yeah, and we're still talking. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned for more on either 1250 AM dial or 1057 FM dial. We're on both, and it's the Midwestern Shooters. To the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for getting on the rails and heading down the road with us today. And Tom, I was wondering, uh, do, have we gotten any emails lately? Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact, uh, Mark has sent us an email. It says, uh, nice gut report. I do that as well with leftover bluegills. I, he's talking about, I guess, making fish sandwiches out of them. He said, put butter on rye bread and nuke it for a few seconds. Spread on tartar sauce and put on the warmed bluegill fillets. Delicious. Great show as always. Keep up the good work. Yeah, so we appreciate that, Mark. And, you know, you know what's funny, Danny? We, we get calls. Um, you know, if we talk about something goofy, remember the time we talked about belly button lint and we had a number of different calls, or we talk about the Leave it to Beaver show, get calls, you know, or we talk about some song, you know, like we talked about Ghost Riders in the Sky, we get calls, you know. But when we talk about something that affects, let's say, uh, fishermen, let's say the Winnebago thing, with uh, per- they're thinking about going to a three walleye limit, okay? We don't get any calls, no opinions. You know, it, it's or if we talk about uh, uh, chronic wasting disease, maybe you know we we don't get a yeah, we don't get know. a lot of calls. You know, it's on silly stuff who we get wants, calls. Who wants to do a lot of <laughs> who wants to do a lot of deep thinking? Well, not from deep six thinking. To eight, yeah, it's deep thinking. Well, it's Saturday morning for cripes' sake, <laughs> people are tired. They've been working all week. Well, I'm just the old ladies griping yeah, at them. The yeah. kids on drugs, unemployed, <laughs> on the couch. What they want to talk serious about things? <laughs> Well, I would I would like to know for for people who do fish Winnebago in the proposed three fish limit. I know we had one opinion from Tex, the big rig driver, uh, you know. But we're, I'm just wondering how people feel about that, you know, a, a proposed three fish limit when Winnebago's got millions and millions and millions of walleyes, and it's been working, you know, forever. So. Tom, life is about change. I suppose life's fleeting. It, it can is. change in it a second. Can change all right? the time. One the minute, DNR is changing. One minute it. you're catching as many walleyes as you want. The next yeah. minute there's not as many, and the DNR has to you adjust know, the. Uh, I was talking. The bag limit I was there. talking to a warden. Ecosystems yeah. change, Tom. Yeah. Last week I was talking to a warden, and he he was very happy that they went to you know Waukesha County now. Every lake in Waukesha County 
is all the same when it comes to walleyes. 18 inches, three fish. Every lake in Waukesha County, that's in the new regulation book. Right. And and he said, he said, I wish the whole state would be the same. You know, yes, you have a few lakes that have special, you know, limits and length or bag limits, a couple of lakes. But he says, I wish the whole state were the same. Oh, and remember last uh, last year we talked about Long Lake, uh, no, Anvil Lake up uh, outside of is that Eagle River, I think, Anvil Lake. Anyway, where they no walleye fishing, whatever, can't couldn't keep any. You know why? That, I found out finally why that was. It was that during the spearing season by the, the Chippewa bands, uh, they over-harvested Anvil Lake. So, yeah, they, so they adjust. So the uh, so the DNR said, oh, well, no, you can't keep any more walleyes for another year well, or that's, two. Well, that's whatever. been going on up north for, a lot of lakes, for right? years. Yeah. And for the last 30 years, ever since spearing started, yeah. they've been adjusting their harvest oh, based yeah. Oh, yeah. on what those guys, what how much they're spearing. Right, there. right. And uh, well, anyway, uh, but now I, I guess this, you know, I can't, I can't remember if they said they might open it up to one or two wallies. But anyway, this warden said, I just wish they made it, you know, statewide certain regulations. Well, it would for be, him, it would it'd be a lot easier it would be because lot then easier. he doesn't oh, have to remember. And you know what else he told me? He said he's been writing more tickets for people with undersized fish on area lakes. That's that's the number one thing that he's been writing tickets for is people having undersized fish. Well, that's uh, number one. Was it Marcus that you were talking to? I can't or? say the name. I can't. No, he asked me not to use his name. So. He asked you not to use. Yes, his he name. said, please don't use my Such name. Such a secretive. Well, I you know I got Well, you know the DNR. You know I'm like a reporter, Danny. But I can't reveal my sources. But the, D- <laughs> but the, but the DNR is kind of like the FBI, in that the. You got some great field agents, the yeah. people, the wardens, this mm-hmm. and that. But yeah. then you got up in up in the deep state. Yeah, up, the higher up, ups. The higher ups. Up in the white that tower. I, that I think war- <laughs> I think wardens actually are, or and or biologists might be a little reluctant to sometimes voice their opinions. Oh they yeah, get they can't. Their, yeah, it's kind of so like they, the KGB. You know, you don't talk, don't, don't say anything against you know the party there. The go can't go against the party line. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to, you know, you can you can have your opinion but just not to you just don't want anybody to know it's your opinion. <laughs> you know, unless you're talking to somebody you know well, you know. I suppose you don't and, want to uh well, like any job, you yeah. don't want to get your upper superiors uh upset that yeah. you're maybe griping about yeah. something within the company, but And and you know, and it wasn't really griping. It was just like it, it's just it's well, it's kind of a factual. You know, they could make the 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 DNR. I mean, the the deer regulations rules maybe simpler. I do think that you know? they try to tailor fit all hunting and fishing rules. I think they try and tailor fit it too 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 much. You know, like yeah, micromanage right. to micromanage, the point. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it's micromanaged to. Uh, turkey hunting, I think they could simplify that. Oh yeah, a bit. Uh, I, I mean, even the permit tag, the whole process. Um, so there are some things that I think that they could probably uh, streamline. Could probably, but yeah. but the one thing, if they want to look at where they could write the most amount of tickets, and I see this happening all the time, and I think they're, I know the DNR did try to do a public education campaign, but I see people launching all the time. And pulling out with weeds all over the oh, trailer yeah. and driving down the street, <clears throat> especially 
not fishermen so much. Fishermen tend to be a little more knowledgeable about this mm-hmm. stuff. It's the pleasure boaters. Right. It's the pleasure boater, Ma and Pa, who just bought their brand new their brand new boat at Skipper Buds, and it's uh, they're going to go pull the kids on a tube. I don't think uh, all of them really realize that you're supposed to clean those weeds off from your trailer mm-hmm. before you go down the road. Yeah, and and there's a hefty fine for that if if, it's not if you have it. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, no. they give you a big fine. What you really should be carrying with you is like some type of a long kind of a pole. Yeah, and kind of like a mini rake. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, like uh, with a little hook on the end. Yeah. I think they have some that they use on boats where yeah. they reach out and kind of pulls. Anyway, reach underneath, or better, better yet, before you pull your boat onto the trailer clean any weeds off right that were there on the trailer it's easy begin. There. but then the yeah. problem is you still get more on when you, you pull might the boat get, out yeah depending on where you're at and depending on which way the wind is blowing like at Smokey's musky bait and tackle shop the launch that's there if the wind is blowing the right way they all get blown into the launch area you know so you might have a clean trailer going in but not a clean one coming out you know but that's a good idea that everybody should have like a like like an old broom handle with a couple of hooks on the end to get clear those weeds. Because the other weed, besides the Eurasian milfoil that they don't want going in other lakes, is this stony wart. Um, the stony wart weed, that's another one. That's why at the Little Muskego they had to draw it down six, eight feet because they were hoping to kill it over the, the winter. Stony wart weed. Yeah, stony. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, stony wart. Yeah, because that's another one of these invasive species that they don't want to get a foothold and it is popping up in some other lakes. Can't so. you put compound W on that? I don't know, but we got to go to a break. We'll be right back, folks. If you got any questions or comments, 799-1250 is the phone number. The phone lines are open, and we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Got to pay a few bills, so stay tuned to 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250. If you got a fishing report, outdoor report, anything you want to talk about, Tom's ready to give his expert advice. Well, we got somebody. He's a genius, yeah, eh? Yeah. He, hey, I, I hooked up his stereo. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a, who you got on the line? We got Neil from Wauwatosa. Neil? Yeah. Hey, Neil from my neck of the woods. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll be going up this weekend. Oh, you're going up this weekend. That's great. What do you, what do you, uh, you're staying at a place for free? Yeah, uh, the Boulder uh, Bear Lodge Motor Lodge. Okay. Cool. And you go out with a guide for a half day? Yes, I do. Oh, that's awesome. Now, can you pick what species you're going to go after or how's? Yes, I can. Uh, uh, White's coming along, so we're going to keep it uh, probably bass. Oh. What about Sounds... crappies? Uh, she loves those too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So either one. Yeah, should, should that'll be, be a, great. Should be a great time. Yeah. Weather looks good right now, so uh, yeah. Now you got to make sure you give us a buzz after your trip when you I get. Will do that. Yeah, and let us know how everything went. All right. All 
Right. We gotta we gotta keep those guys on their toes up there. Don't forget yeah. the Coleman insect repellent yeah. just in case. <laughs> You're gonna need that. I hear the mosquitoes are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to need it. Anything else on your mind, Neil? Oh, that should do it. Okay, well, well thanks us, for calling. Congratulations. Give us a call with the report. All right, thanks. All right, Take bye care. now. Uh, you got somebody yeah. else there, huh? Neil's oh, he's got to answer it, yeah. Yeah, there were. Uh, they gave out two prizes at the sports show, uh, the Boulder Junction Chamber of right. Commerce, and uh, our good friend with the Boulder Junction report, uh, Dennis. Dennis Royce. Um, and uh, he hasn't called lately. Must be too darn nice, and he's out fishing early, you know. Must be too nice up there. I haven't heard about the bug reports, but I'm thinking with all that rain that rain that oh, happened oh, up in northern Wisconsin. Oh, they got a bunch, yeah. You, have you ever had it so bad where you'd, like, breathe them in? Yeah, I've eaten a few in yeah. my day. Yeah, That's, I've been in some terrible. Yeah. We got Mike on got? the line wanting to ask you guys a question. Okay. Hey, good morning, Mike. What's up? Hey, good morning. Hey, we got... Three generations that have gone up north and fished at different lakes and bodies of water up there. And yeah. We're going to a new one this year for the first time and that we've been up there. And we're encountering a, a rule, or I don't know if it's how widespread this is or what they hope to accomplish by it, but it's, it's up on the flambeau flowage. Okay. Uh, huge body of water. It's the biggest one we've ever fished. And they only allow three lines per boat. Per boat? That's correct. So it's and like... I, and, and my dad says it's in the regs, so I, I have to get a book today when I go get my license. But I, he says that's where he saw it, and they only allow per boat three lines and only... And that's per three three fishers on a, on a boat. You so can't if, have two lines. If there, was, if there was one person, could that one person use three lines? They're only allowed one per fisher. Oh, one, one line per person, three per, person. per boat. And only three per boat, and we we're we're, we're wow. having a pontoon up there with a load of kids. Yeah, and we're we're wondering, what, you know, what is this? What do they hope to accomplish by that? I, and, and here's the here's the other thing: yeah. ten panfish. Yeah, there's some lakes that have the ten panfish rule that they're trying out. As a matter of fact, you know you know Big Cedar Lake, right? Okay. There they have the twenty five fish rule, twenty five panfish, but only ten of one species. Like you you could catch ten bluegills, ten crappies, and five perch. You could get oh. twenty five in all, but only ten of one. And I'm just not sure what they hope to accomplish by ten by three fisher. I and, don't. And what are we going to do with a pontoon full of kids? I we don't know. Three, three lines in the water at a well, time. You know, it's too bad you're going That's... to that body of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, we, we just we found out after the fact. The only <laughs> thing related to number of lines in the water that I can think of <clears throat> that may have changed in northern Wisconsin is when they changed to allow trolling. I think what they said was you can only troll. Two lines, which meant if you got three guys, you're still only trolling two lines. Yeah, yeah. But that had to do with trolling, I believe. Yeah. So I, I can't quite figure that out. I, yeah. I would, I wonder if there's somebody that you can contact for clarification. Or did you look in the actual regs, reg, regulation book and see my, that? My dad said that's where he saw it, and I'm hoping he misinterpreted I, it. You know what? I'm. Uh, it, you guys heard anything. As soon as we're out of the show, I, I was just looking in my briefcase to see if I have the regulations book, and I don't. It's in the back seat of my car. But uh, as soon as I get out of the show, I'm going to be looking that up. And well, heck, it's online out. at our fingertips well, here, Tom. You, you, Danny, it's called that, Google. That's your job. You Google away. And then, you know, God have mercy. Stay, this will take Yeah, keep listening minutes. to the show, and we're going to try to. We'll see what we can find out. Or yeah. if someone else knows, give a call to the show. Yeah, all right. And let us know. That's Because right. that, ooh, with a bunch of kids, that would. 
It kind of yeah, stinks, yeah, man. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. All right. Keep listening, right. and we're trying to find something out, all right? Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Man, what are you going to uh, do with a bunch of kids? We got another caller. Maybe we can take this one real quick, and maybe maybe they got the answer. Uh, again, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. You know, maybe they got nice. the answer to this. But I never heard of that one. Three lines per boat, one line per person, but only on the rain uh, flambeau flowage. I've never heard of that. I that's weird. Who do you got, Ryan? Uh, Casey thinks he has an answer. Actually. Oh, great! All right. Hey, good morning, Casey. Morning. How you doing? Good. Thanks for listening. What's? Do you think you got an answer to that guy's dilemma? Yeah, I fished a flowage. We go up every year in spring and fall, and I believe that pertains to trolling because in the spring when I was up there this year, we had three lines per person in a boat. So I think he probably misinterpreted that uh, what the regs said there. Yeah, you know, I, I would almost think so too because, I, I mean, I've heard of that one line per person and trolling and all that, but I've never heard of that like just fishing for other species because in the statewide it's legal to have three lines per person, which have you ever tried to use three lines yourself? Uh, no. <laughs> Me neither. That's way too many. Two lines sometimes is too many to try to handle, you know? Yeah, you're just asking for trouble there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think maybe there was a little misinterpretation there, but uh, Danny's looking it up now. This and- goddamn computer's making me nuts. I can't close these <laughs> programs. This program's not responding. Oh, God. To well- return, click. Can't. God. Well, maybe he'll maybe he'll find out during the break. Thanks for calling. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. Yeah, you Take too. Care, Thanks. Bye now. All right, let's go to a break, and Danny will hopefully will have the answer when we come back. Stay tuned for more with Danny Bush, me, Tommy the True Newbauer, Ryan Horvath producing uh, here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. You are joining the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Outdoor Cutting Edge Outdoors team, where our hooks are sharp, but our wits are a little dull. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ryan's not included in that. He's he's sharp. <laughs> he's sharp as a tack. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're. My wife disagrees with you. Oh yeah, well my wife disagrees with me all the time. So you know when I welcome first, to the club. <laughs> when I first started working here, I couldn't figure out the uh, coffee machine because. I went to make a cup of coffee. Yeah. And it was full. Like all the uh, cups oh, were in there, yeah. you know? All the, yeah. So luckily, yeah. thank God for uh, modern day technology because I went and I took a video of what I was doing. We FaceTimed, you know? And yeah. she was like, nope, you got to do this, you got to do that. So I don't know that I could get by uh, without without some help. Well, so, you know, I, don't know I ran into I that too. <laughs> but you? it's got a little picture in the front, right on the front, that little screen. Yeah. It's got a picture that says when it's full of those little packets. Yep. It shows you to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it it actually shows you what you're doing. I didn't notice that at first. But you know what? First time I did that, I wasn't sure how to get it back together again because there's two pieces. Yeah, Yeah, getting it out is easy. Getting (laughs) it back in, okay. 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 Did you find something, Danny? Yeah, I went to the DNR website, and then you can search. They got a new thing where you can uh, pick the uh, search for a specific body of water yeah. and get specific uh, regulations for that. So yeah. I got turtle flambeau flowage. Oh, you didn't find the right flowage, though. Well, I typed in fla- flambeau flowage, oh. and the only one that came but, up was turtle flambeau Yeah, flowage. but I think it was the rainbow flowage he was talking about. He didn't say rainbow flowage. He no. said flambeau flowage. Did he? Oh, okay. 
Then why did you ask me before if you already Just knew? Just to confirm oh. that it was flamble. Well, I wasn't sure. And then sure. you said flamble, but maybe rainbow. <laughs> yeah. And I just figured that was your your dyslexia yeah, coming back probably. out of you again. Okay, so what you is, can't remember what is, what is it a say? Keith's name <laughs> from a Steve's name from a Bob. Yeah, what's it say? It says general water body restrictions. Motor trolling is allowed with one hook, bait or lure per angler in three hooks, baits or lures maximum per boat which basically does go along with what our caller just said. I think that they are mistaking those regs. Right. And that's, remember when I said that's trolling? That's for, for trolling, trolling came yeah. came to my mind before. Yeah. Yeah. So you can only be trolling with uh, one, lure per, one rod per person and no more than three rod lines out. But that says motor trolling. It's under general right. water body restrictions. Right. So I do not believe that would in any way affect a bunch of kids dunking worms on a uh, right. pontoon boat. But then again, check your regs. Your, don't take our word for it. Just read it more closely, Just yeah. Grab a copy of the regs, but I believe is the way I'm interpreting it, it's the, uh, yeah, they, that's that's if you're going to troll, and I don't think anybody's going to be motor trolling with night crawlers for no. bluegills anytime soon. No, not at all. Drifting, yes, over deep water for suspended bluegills. And, you know, folks... Right now is an easy time to, uh, oh, yeah, I think I did that right. Uh, right now is an easy time to find those bluegills because they're suspended now. And uh, to find them over deep water, you'll find them, you know, roughly, it, it's usually between 10 and 20 feet down. It usually averages about 12 feet down, 12 to 14 feet down. And you can literally drive around the lake, and when you see, like Danny was talking about, when when uh, looking for the pods of fish, you know, where the muskies will hang out by their dinner table, I mean, all you got to do is find that and drop down some mini mites, some worms, some waxworms, whatever, and get them down into that area, and you're going to catch fish, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. a, another thing, too, if you find those pods, sometimes if you fish kind of below them, that's a good way to find some of the predator fish. Yeah. Bass, right. pike, muskies, you might be able to catch some of those preying on them. Uh, now that we do have the dog days of summer, too, if somebody wants to do a little bit of legwork and research, uh, this is the time of year that you can find monster pike living in cold water areas such as spring holes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, springs are great. There's one spot yeah. years ago my cousin discovered it, and uh, he'd heard rumors about it for years growing up. But we'd walk by that spot a thousand times until we found it years later. He actually caught some some guys. They were fishing there, and one guy's trying to stuff a 12-pound pike down his wader so, so that he wouldn't <laughs> notice. He found the spot. It's a cold spring water yeah. spot on the edge kind of, of a river, kind of a big flat area. And that cold water gets out there, and those big pike come in there. So what, what I've always wanted to do was uh, explore some of the Mississippi River areas where those cold trout streams come in. Oh, town. yeah, yeah. Because those are some magnets, and they're he hidden little gems yeah. that you can get off the beaten path, and you'd be the only guy there, you know, catching yourself three-foot-long to 40-inch northerns, and they can pack in there thick. This is the time of year to do some exploring if you want to try and get that big pike. You know, um, I, I okay, I got a the no name bookie listens to the show, and oh, he's probably going to be mad at me for bringing this up. But the no name bookie, uh, he's got a cottage on a little lake, okay, a couple of 
two, two and a half hours from here. And he's seen his neighbors catching a lot of nice crappies, and it's a small lake, you know, and a lot of nice crappies in a in a, the deep area where there is a spring, okay? Because when we were up there, we noticed that during ice, uh, during the winter, the whole lake is covered with ice except this one spot. <laughs> and I said, there's got to be a spring there. Well, anyway, they catch these nice crappies, and it gets down about 20 feet, right? Well, and there's weeds all around it. And the no-name bookie he couldn't figure out why he wasn't catching any crappies. He was using mini mites. He was using bait mate. Why am I, why am I not catching any? Uh, he says, I never saw that bobber go down once. And I said, wait a minute, hold it. Time out. If it's like 20 feet deep, you're on this deep weed line edge and whatever. Why? You know, was this a slip bobber you were using? He's. I don't think he, he's, he's not quite sure maybe what a slip bobber is. I don't know. But no, it was just a regular bobber. I said, so in other words, the deepest you could go down with that thing is maybe five feet. I said, no name, uh, you weren't down deep enough. Get rid of that bobber. Let that mini white sink down to where the fish are. He was way right. above the fish, and he couldn't figure out. Well, I, mean, I, I catch these other guys. This guy's catching them. So uh, I have to go up there with the no-name bookie and show him how to catch those nice. And they're, I guess they're dandies, too. So we're going to go up there hopefully some uh, Sunday and uh, catch a bunch you, of them. You did bring up an interesting point about one of the things to experiment is if you were on a body of water ice fishing and you noticed one of those open water spots. Or real thin ice. Yeah. yeah. Go check that out for pike, mm -hmm. if there's pike in the lake. Because mm -hmm. those spring holes, they do hold in there. In fact, years ago, I think it was, uh, what's his name from Madison area? Uh, Travis, what, what's his name? Uh I know what can't you're remember. thinking. Yeah. I can't remember. I think Travis. he's got his own TV show there Travis over in Madison. Um, well, anyway. He, he, yeah. he, he wrote some articles back, back oh, I don't know, 20 years plus longer ago mm -hmm. about targeting uh, tiger muskies on Wabisa. Mm -hmm. And he would target uh, tiger muskies in spring hole areas because yeah. the tiger muskie sometimes has a little more pike in it than it does muskie. And mm -hmm. being as... Pike have that uh, affinity, big pike anyway, for that cold water. Apparently the tiger muskies do as well, and mm -hmm. he would use like live bait in these cold water spring pockets uh, on Wabisa for tiger muskies. You know, I can't remember. Richardson. I think it's Travis Richardson. Yeah, there you go. I, now, I can't remember, but I fished uh, uh, Lake Vudazare several times, you know, many years ago, and uh, that's a great tiger muskie hangout for some reason at Lake. I think the, the state record comes from there. And uh, anyway, but I can't remember if they followed up like muskies do, where muskies will hang around a while, like while you're doing a figure eight, whereas pike will come up and shy away from the boat right away. You know, I, I can't remember. Have you had any experience with that? If tigers follow like muskies do and hang out a while? You know, I... I, I just don't remember myself, you know. I can't recall, but... When you're figurating a muskie, it's not like you're necessarily carefully studying it to see if right. it's a tiger muskie or not. Well, that's so, true, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, the world record, uh, John Knobla, I believe, 51-pound yeah. mm -hmm. something. Now, mm -hmm. there was one caught by Dolores Ott Lapp, Lapp. which was 50-pounds yep. something. And uh, in, in back initially in 1919, that John Knobla fish, I think it was 1919, that was the world record pure musky period at the right, time right. that's when they didn't differentiate between 
Tiger Muskie. They yeah. just thought the Tiger Muskie was just a you know another type of color phase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, since they've since recognized that, but yeah, uh, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Just to let you uh, anglers know out there, there are actually three types of true muskies. There's the clear. Now correct me if I'm wrong. There's a clear muskie, the spotted muskie, and the barred muskie. Three types of trues. And you know what? Those three can interact, and so you can get some that are half barred, half cleared, have some spots. You know what I mean? It, it, they do intermingle if they're in the same body of water. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. I've got get... one or two spotted variety over the years out of Pewaukee. It was rare. It was weird, but I caught a s- small spotted one one time. Yeah. I think I did, too, one time. I'm not, I'm and a friend of I mine had told me that he had years ago, and I didn't believe him until one time I caught a kind of a goofy-looking one. Yeah, a goofy-looking one. <laughs> well, compared to, compared to normal. Anyway, I got uh, Dr. Sandy's coming yeah. up. Yeah, going We're gonna out. We're going to go out and do a little fishing today. Then I got a party over on Lake Nabobin. Lake Nabobin. You're going uh, to I, a party? Or? Yeah, a friend of mine bought a house out oh, there yeah. right next to that Pango Bar, and they got nice. fireworks and stuff oh, going on tonight. Oh, it just so Marketing? happens it's next to a yeah. bar. So. Do they serve grape <laughs> knee-high there? I don't know. <laughs> You'll find out, right? Yep. <laughs> all right. All right, Danny. Hey, it was a great show today. That's all uh, I got. Yeah, well, I've got more, but that's for next week. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You have been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cut it! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.